0: Well, hello there, and welcome to the podcast. My name is Willie Lawson. I trust that you are well, and thank you for spending some time with us today. Um, it is one of those subjects, and and I'll tell you what: if, if you if you have followed me for a while here you on know, Blow Talk Radio or any other f- of the platforms that you've heard a podcast from me on or are vi- or seeing a video, um, I really try to because, frankly, it's too easy. Um, Not to talk about, I tried not to talk about abortion. For a lot of people, it's it's really the third rail, and I really try to avoid it. I really do. Race, um, maybe I don't avoid as much, but it truly is the third rail. uh, Because what happens is we can't speak about this logically or calmly or rationally. Everybody's everybody's dug in to their place, and frankly, I'm no different. I'm not going to come to you today. Um, from some middle ground about abortion. I'm just not, I'm not going to. Um, it's, and, and, but we've all associated that it, it must be because you have some political ideology or some religious ideology. Well, for me, it's more religious than, than some political ideology. It is the political ideology that has got us, quite frankly, in the place that we are, now, that's been the problem. That's really been the problem. Um, politicians can't be used to solve this situation as far as I'm concerned. So I'm not really coming to you um, to talk about abortion as a conservative uh, or a Republican. I'm coming to you as, frankly, a, a human being that's concerned about the condition of our civilization and our nation. When it comes to this issue in particular, Um, I, I have a, I I have a thing I, I I tool around on, on Instagram. Um, I like Instagram. I like, I like the format of Instagram. Um, I like how easy it is to post. I like how easy it is to get um, engagement. I like Instagram. So I'm on Instagram a lot. And what I do sometimes is that, you know, just like on Facebook, if you scroll and, and you click on a video, other suggested videos come up, and I, and I have a tendency to do that on Instagram as well. And today, I saw more than once um, some of the Instagram um, influ- influencers, black, young Black women who uh, openly show their support of Planned Parenthood. Now, here b- before we get into a big kerfuffle about that, You can support anything you want. Support anything you want. I'm not here to stop you. I'm not here to say you should be banned. I'm not here to say any of that stuff. You can support whatever you want. But I just wonder how it's possible for young black women to support Planned Parenthood. And and the only thing that I can come up with is that y'all must not know. And you don't know not because you're lazy or anything, you don't know because, and a lot, a lot of this, the truth is hidden from you on purpose. Um, so that's what we're going to talk about a little bit today. Um, again, it's a hot button issue with everybody, especially now after the the ruling in Alabama and some of the misinformation that's come out about the ruling in Alabama, uh, the heartbeat bill. And we also see that Missouri, I believe is doing the very same thing. Um, And there's going to be other places in the country who are going to do the very same thing. My guess is in the South and in the breadbasket, places like Nebraska, Missouri, Kansas, places like that. Um, Places in the South like Mississippi, uh, um, maybe Louisiana, Arkansas, places like that are going to probably, Georgia, have the same sort of... um, Uh, restrictive bills when it comes to abortion. Other states other states are going to do exactly the opposite. Now, what we have to learn is that's exactly how, it was, how the founders designed it to be, that we wouldn't have this overarching laws about such things that aren't mentioned in the Constitution, that the states would be able to decide for themselves. So this is kind of how it's supposed to be and for those of us who understand and believe the Constitution, understand that that's the truth. Oh, yeah, before I, go, before I take the first break, yeah, Roe v. Wade isn't part of the Constitution. R- Roe v. Wade is a court decision. It's not law. So I know before you start with that, well, I, if you're so much about the Constitution, then why then how, how is this not constitutional? Well, because Roe v. Wade isn't law. It's not law. It's a court decision, which is a lot of the problem with depending on the courts, especially the Supreme Court, um, for your purpose, for your cause, whether your cause is left or right. Easy to be overturned, easy for another case to supersede it. Maybe maybe not, not the way you want to go, but that's another show. We'll be back with more of the program right after these messages. Are you looking for a reliable transportation, but you don't have a bunch of money? Are you wary of used car types? And you should be. You just need a car you can afford and a dealer you can trust. Great news. Good Guy Cars is here. John Desbrow is something you don't find every day. An honest, used car dealer. Good Guy Cars is at 8412 Industrial Boulevard in Tampa, Florida. The phone number is 813-999-9992. That's 813-999-9992. Web address is www.goodguycars.com. All right, welcome back. Thank you ever so much. Um, you know, it's today we got to talk about abortion. Um, like I said, I, I was cruising around Instagram and found these Instagram influencers um, and basically some Instagram models, I guess. Uh, and I and, and I'm not saying Instagram models um, facetiously. Uh, I think there's a whole uh, place. For just what they're doing um, in the fashion industry, I think that's fine. I'm 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 not talking about I'm not I'm not saying they're not models. I'm not saying that they're not uh, influencers because you look and see how many people are following them. Some of them have thirty or forty thousand people who get their updates every day. Um, most uh, local radio stations can't say that they have thirty thousand listeners a day. You know some cable television networks can't say that they have 30,000 people who watch them on a daily basis or watch a program on a daily basis. Some of them can't say that either. So when you have a um, an Instagram influ- influencer that has 30,000, 40, 50,000 people who get their updates all the time, who always see what they post, always see what they post, um, that's a pretty big deal. And we have a lot of young people on, on Instagram, so when these these young Black women um, start posting that they are in support of of Planned Parenthood. I frankly get worried. I just do uh, because I think I'm thinking what you don't understand. This is this is this is a group of people, um, with, you know, with their founder uh, Margaret Sanger, whose idea was to get rid of what she thought. And what the eugenists thought were some inferiors in the civilization some inferiors of the human race and i and, and I really don't I really don't think that um some of the folks really understood or really understand what was taught i mean what she was talking about. You know know what I'm saying? I really don't understand what she was talking about. Now, there are a lot of euphemisms and the like when talking about people who were inferior, people who were, I don't know, for lack of a better term, going to be, and she mentioned, going to be um, infirm, who are going to be near the wells, who are going to be criminals, who are going to be a burden on society. The phrase that everyone likes to, likes to use is human weeds. And I and I think that a lot of times it's because she didn't really say Negroes in public specifically. I don't think it gets the play now that it should. And quite frankly, it was very obvious that that's what she was talking about. Now, when you look at the people that she met with, now, why am I going back? Guess this was years and years ago. But you know what? The left goes back years and years ago, too. And so it starts talking about, well, why did you say this years ago? We got that, that case of the TPUSA, um, I guess it was Nevada uh, heads who were caught being stupid at 16 year olds and now as adults they're paying the price. So with that we can go back and look at the foundations of why something was started. And what we've learned is that that really it hasn't changed. Planned Parent started off as an organization that was um, run by Sanger, founded by Sanger and I mean And their thought was that they were going to uh, improve the quality of life for the dominant race by throttling back the birth and the the children of what they call the inferiors, people who were not mentally stable, people who were prone to disease that weren't part of the superior race. And, and, and the idea was to make life life better for the superior race, and they were going to do that by uh, birth control, by limiting the number of children these families had. Uh, and a, with an interview with Mike Wallace on 60 Minutes, Margaret Sanger, as much said that the biggest sin was for these families to ha- to, to bring more children into the world so uh when she was asked if there's any sin by Mike, by Mike Wallace on sixty minutes um, she as much she as much said so that the thing that that was the biggest sin was these families bringing um children into the world Margaret' saying was uh she was for the state limiting the amount of children that you had that you would have to get a permit from the city, the county, and or the state government in order to have children. Your marriage license was only an agreement that you could now legally cohabitate, but it didn't give you the right listen carefully, didn't give you the right to have children. That was left up to some governmental agency is that if you had the right to procreate, that no woman or man could become a parent without that Permission from the state from the government, less choice, not more choice, less choice, so when you say you're pro choice, you can't be pro parenthood i mean- pl- planned parenthood, you can't be pro abortion you can't be more government because more government says, hey, no we're gonna and and you and that certificate you get to have that child is only good, and this was and this was per Margaret Sanger, her idea was only for that one child that you had to reapply. You actually had to apply to have children. These are quotes. This is very, very viable stuff. You can go look it up yourself. Now, I'm not sure in this day of I do what I want that these kind of things would go over very well had some of these if some of these black females who are these YouTube I mean YouTube and, and Instagram influencers no knew what, what, what the deal was. You know there's so much talk about racism. There's so much talk about Donald Trump's a racist, oh is a racist, so so on, a racist. But these folks, these Eugenists, they were the purest of racists because they only thought there was there was only there was truly one dominant race. And it wasn't the human race. It was eliminating anybody who wasn't Aryan. Eliminating anybody who wasn't white. Who wasn't Aryan. Strangely enough, Hitler gets a bad name and because he should, I guess, but he got a lot of his ideas from the American eugenics movement. And then looked at the look at the Jews and the regular German people. Although these these Jewish people who were born in Ger- Germany were Germans, look, look at at the Jews as a subhuman race, or a, and they should be eliminated. Interesting for me that a program instituted by Planned Parenthood and 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 the American eugenics movement called the Negro Project. Really similar to the Final Solution of Hitler. The Final Solution was concentration camps and killing as many Jews as you could to keep them from breeding, to keep them from breeding. So you killed them. That was the Final Solution. In um, the Negro Project, the idea was to sterilize or or force to use, force them to use birth control as much as you could to keep their numbers down. This wasn't just the infirm or the, or the disease, although one of her quotes mentioned that it was a good thing. If we kept down, if, if those parents, even if they were healthy, if there was a chance that they could have a child that may have some sort of disease or, or malformation to forbid them from having children. Now, what do we know? What we know is, and this is for all my black female Instagram influencers, is that black people carry the gene for sickle cell anemia. That would automatically, automatically disqualify you from having children. We have... We have determined that we also are carriers of uh, of things like what diabetes, automatically disqualifying black people from having children. If Margaret Sanger and her people had her had their way, we would have been completely, you know, f- except for very few, um, forbidden by the government to have children. There definitely wouldn't have been any, any, any situations where you could decide to be for there to be any interracial marriages because what does that do? That taints the bloodline, and that brings in negative traits or characteristics from a quote a lesser species, or and that's how the eugenists looked at anybody that wasn't Aryan, anybody that wasn't white. So this is really important that people understand that this is what's going on. This is what was going on with them, and quite frankly, still is. Uh, James O'Keefe did a project a little bit ago where they actually called Planned Parenthood, a Planned Parenthood in California, I believe it was, and asked if they could donate money specifically for the abortion of a black child. Now what didn't happen is that the operator didn't just hang up on them immediately and, and didn't say, hell no, you fricking racist. That didn't That's not what happened. The operator said, I, yeah, I, I think we can do that. Sure. Now was it because they just wanted the money and they were going to get the money however they could, or was it along the plan? It was so close to the bone according to the plan and the original intent that it seemed perfectly okay. The question get, gets asked in my circles, I don't know, all the time. Why are most of these Planned parent clinics in minority neighborhoods, in black neighborhoods? How come? You know what? There's one not far from where I live that's literally a half a block from the high school. Literally at half a block from my high school it's and for me it's disturbing. It's disturbing, but that's that's for another day really so we have to understand we have to understand that what the original intent is i'm 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 a saxophonist, I'm a saxophone player. Uh, classically trained, and I'm really all about when I'm talking about music and the saxophone, I'm all about its original intent. That's how I that's how I play it. That's how I teach it. And we have a look at how Planned Parenthood, its founders, and its original intent. What did it intend to do? Who did Sanger talk to when the Negro Project was going on? Do you know who she talked to? She spoke to the ladies' auxiliaries. of the Ku Klux Klan. And in the Negro Project, they did something even more nefarious. They got with the the highly educated and they got with the clergy to convince their, their spheres of influence that birth control was the way to go. Now, Here's the problem with birth control. Here's what happened. Um, birth control was a way to, was a way in the mind of the eugenist and people like Margaret Sanger to keep the populate the population of the undesirables down. Birth, I mean, birth control in the sense of uh, of, of medicine and the sense of sterilization. Forced sterilization was considered birth control, not mutilation, but birth control. Interestingly enough, when especially in the sixties when when birth control became one of those things that all you had to do was pop a pill in the morning or pop a pill before you went to bed, I and mean, you could have as much sex as you want. Something unexpected happened. White women, Miss Millie, you know I talk about Miss Mill you know I talk about Miss Millie all the time. Uh white women Saw this as a way to get out of having children too, and it allowed them back into the workforce. It allowed them, you know, chances to go to school. Uh, White women said, "This birth control thing is for me." Eugenists and people like Margaret Sanger never thought that would happen. That was that was kind of a surprise. So when And it was exactly the opposite of what they wanted. What they wanted was that that, that white people or white women would continue to have children and then the undesirables would have fewer. So what had to happen? That upped the game. The the game was, it wasn't just about birth control anymore. It was actually turned into something a lot more heinous. It turned into abortion. It turned into the actual murder. There's no other way to put it. You know, the, even the term abortion soft, it tries to soften the blow because abortion is is seen as a procedure. No, you know what's a procedure? An ingrown toenail. That's a freaking procedure. When you put a speculum into a woman's vagina, and then the tools it takes to grab a baby and pull as hard as you can, and then at the end of that tool, that claw-like tool, is a leg. And you reach in, and, you, and the next time you pull something out, it's an abdomen full of intestines. And then you pull in another tool where you squeeze hard, and then a a, a white liquid comes out of the woman's vagina, and you can tell, oh, that was that was the baby's brain. That's not a procedure. That's a heinous murder. Because the baby was alive and you killed the baby. You killed her. She was alive and then you ripped her apart and crushed her brain. That's not a procedure. A procedure is when you have skin tags taken off. That's a procedure. That has to do with your body. You had a skin tag taken off the back of your hand. That's your body, your choice. Ripping the leg off a baby and pulling its intestines out and crushing her head so her brain bleeds out of her mother's vagina. That's not your body. That's somebody else's. And I know people don't like to hear that, but that's the that that's the deal. No one wants to hear that, but that's the deal. So that was the upping in the game. Planned Parenthood had to had to now sell abortion to poor women instead of just instead of just birth control, because a lot of religious people. Catholics in particular, were not going to allow for birth control, because they considered birth control um, stopping the uh, the benefit and the blessings of God, because children are a blessing from God. And they thought about this worldwide, not just here in the States, but worldwide. So it was, it was really difficult for them to continue to sell just birth control. They had to up their game because they weren't getting the desired result. And now we have the have an organization by the name of Planned Parenthood. And since the court decision, again, it's not a law. Except, ever since the court decision of Roe v. Roe v, Roe v Wade, that was by all accounts, of a lot of people who are scholars in that area. I am not an attorney, and especially not an expert on, on Supreme Court decisions, but from what, what I've read from people who are, this was an erroneous decision. Um, now, over 15 million black children, this is 1973. Have been murdered by the hand of a doctor it is disturbing, and it's even more disturbing because of this fact that these black these young black women on instagram and the like are cheering on and supporting openly supporting or again you can support wh- wh- whomever or whatever you want supporting organizations like planned parenthood whose basic idea was that these that some of these young women w- were never born especially if you weren't born to people who were well white and wealthy Now, according to the website blackgenocide.org, um, uh, when we start talking about the case in Alabama, uh, it says sixty percent sixty percent of babies in Alabama, uh, of the Alabama abortion ban would save uh would save will be black. Sixty percent. Yeah, and, and and this is from um Wifenews.com, uh, who wrote this? Mary Margaret Oldhand, uh, the majority of women who obtain abortions in Georgia and Alabama are Black, making Black women the primary demographic affected by the 2019 abortion legislation data shows. The data from the Kaiser Family Foundation on reported legal abortions reveal that 60% of reported legal abortions in the state of Alabama in 2015 were obtained by black women. Similarly, 66% of reported legal abortions in the state of Georgia in, 19, in excuse me, in 2015 were obtained by black women. The data included reported legal abortions only for legal residents of the states reported. The number of abortions obtained by black women is not included in the Kaiser Family Foundation data. and the the data revealed only a number of women who obtained abortions. This indicates the data uh, makes no account for variations such as abortion performed on twins. Okay, gotcha. But Georgia and Alabama passed highly restrictive abortion legislation in 19. Republican Georgia Governor Brian Kemp signed a fetal heartbeat bill in March that will go into effect January 1, 2020. Criminalizing abortions in Georgia after a fetal heartbeat is, is detected. The bill makes exceptions for a case. This bill makes the exception, excuse me, the bill makes exceptions in cases of rape and incest and when the mother's health is at risk, but only if the mother first files a police report. Now, if she's been raped, she's got to file a police report if she's been, if she's been raped. Now, we, and, and, we'll, and what do we hear? Uh, and Republican uh, Alabama Governor Kay Ivey, woman, Um, signed House Bill uh, 314 into law um, a couple of Wednesdays ago. The Alabama Alabama law, which takes effect in six months, is the most restrictive abortion law in the United States and has a near total ban on abortions. The law makes no exceptions for cases of rape or incest, but will, will make an exception if the mother's health Was in serious danger. The Kaiser data um, coincide with pro-life advocates' past claims that abortion industry and Planned Parenthood target African American populations. Of course, they do. So when we talk about we talk about sixty percent of the babies in Alabama would be say would be black, that's a big. Let's just be honest. That's a big chunk of money. That's a big, big ass chunk of money. So of course they're going to fight like hell, right? These people are going to fight like hell. Because we're, I mean, when you start messing with their money, then the teeth come out. Then they're going to use whatever means they can to protect their pocketbook. I've already said, you know what, Planned Parenthood in the beginning, in the Negro Project, used professors, teachers, clergy to encourage black women to use birth control to keep from breeding. So they're not above that. They're not above um, using black people to influence other black people. So now these young women who are siding with Planned Parenthood, the very same people who would like to eliminate them entirely, who think that they're inferior, their founder, the founder of Planned Parenthood believes that they are inferior, is now sided, are now siding with them. That's disturbing. Absolutely disturbing. All right, when we get back, we're going to talk about what you could do. You know, we talk, talk about what, what things are. When we get back, we're going to talk about what you can do back with these messages. In America, there are three proven ways to build wealth. Business investment and real estate all three seem to have high hurdles to jump to get into but believe it or not real estate is the lowest of the three hurdles and multifamily real estate investing is the best way to go from duplexes to apartment complexes multifamily investing brings the biggest bang for your investment buck my friends at buy it rent it profit and the landlord academy are ready willing and able to get you going on the path of building wealth. Contact Joe Ebanks and Brian Chavis at dot com. Listen, um, this show would not be possible if it weren't for our affiliate partners. If it wasn't for people like Gary Knight at New Homes Tampa Bay. If it weren't like Kevin Batts at com. So um, it is um, getting near the end of the month. So let's talk about the uh, Red River Chronicle. The Red River Chronicle is a um, is, is, is a website that is full of fantastic conservative articles, conservative um, educational tools. I think that that's the coolest thing. I spent 15 years in the public teaching the public school system. And, um, you know what, these educational tools are something that, 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 that you can use yourself, that you can use in, in, in a classroom setting, that you can direct students to, sort of on the sly. Because it's, frankly, I think the the battle is just like that. If, you are a, if you're working in the, um, the public school system and you're in a um, social studies classroom, I use social studies because it's the easiest transition. And somebody, and a student comes to you and says, where do I learn more about conservatives? Well, the very first place you should send them is not townhall.com, is not um, the and Ball site, or, or, or even the William Lawson show um, necessarily. You need to send them right to the Red redriverchronicle.com articles written in a scholarly way, um, primarily um, information about Oklahoma and Texas, but, but, but from a very conservative standpoint, and you know what, Kevin Batts is black, so that helps your students because that throws away and destroys the left's picture of who's supposed to be conservative. So you can also, on that site, um, that that student will have access to um, Hillsdale College Lectures, which I think are invaluable, absolutely invaluable. And there's also an app that they can purchase, I did, it's it's all of $0.99. I purchased it. It keeps you up to date with what's going on on the RedRiverChronicle.com website. That's the Red River website, um, the finest, finest in conservative information and education. back. Thank you so much for uh, coming back and um, listening to the rest of the program. I'm trying to have a little late night snack here. Uh, the numbers are mind-bending. Absolutely mind-bending. According to uh, the cnsnews.com site, and we're talking about since 1990, 4.4 4.4 million black abortions. That's 11% of the black population in America in that time. According to the Census Bureau, uh, black people make up ab- ab- about 13.2% of the U.S. population. However, on average, the number of black abortions is 33. of the total abortions in the United States. Only 13% of the population. But more than a third of the abortions. Do you really think that Black people aren't being targeted by, by Planned Parenthood? Now think about this number before we go. In Make sure, I get the right. You're right. In 2015, um, well, let's do this. On average, 200,069 black children were aborted every year between 1990 and 2011. In comparison, 6,300. 29 blacks were killed by homicide in the United States in 2011. Now, I know that the other third rail, and there's a bunch of third rails um, you can get on, is um, the number of black people who die by violent crime, Mm -hmm. gun crimes, stabbings, shot by police some of them murdered by police. I'm, I'm going to say murdered by police. When you when you shoot somebody that you know is first unarmed and running away, then you murdered them. Now, that may not have been what you got up in the morning to do, but you did it. And when that happens, you know, I heard somebody today talk about, um, who was that boy? Um, Trayvon Martin. And I remember how much press time that took up but think about it in in that very same time period between 1990 to 2011 on average 548 black children were murdered in utero every day imagine when somebody says when somebody says that black people are being targeted it's true but are they being targeted where you think they're being targeted They ain't being targeted on the streets. Just recently, some crazy white woman um, who was in a road rage incident uh, decided that she she just wasn't going to be disrespected that way. So she, she basically, after the incident, chased this guy down, this black man down, and shot him and murdered him. Boy, oh boy, that causes a lot. I mean, people started doing YouTube videos and it was just a big deal. But no one said a damn word that over 500 black children a day, every day, 365, murdered in your by a doctor. If you, if you can't see that, the, I mean, when, when black people, when black people and black children make up more than a third of abortions, if you don't think that that's a targeting thing, then you are pff, then the easter bunny and santa claus are playing poker at your house, right? Yeah, with the tooth fairy who's been stealing money, right? So it's so if you if, if if you can't see that black folks are being targeted in that way, I don't I I really don't know what you see. I really can't imagine what you see. I just can't imagine what you see. 548 a day. Every day. Can you imagine if 500, imagine if 100 black people were being mowed down by police every day. Every city in America would be on fire. Every city in America would be on fire. If 100 black people were killed by police every day. Every city in America would be on fire right now. Every single one. And frankly, I'd be okay with that. Because America would need that cleansing. The only fire brings sometimes. But what bothers me is the silence. The silent screams of over 500 black children in utero. Every day. And it's silent. And not only is it silent people are fighting for the quote right in quote to commit this crime against our children our posterity our future and black young black women are fighting for this quote right in quote and supporting it and the people who do it You've come a long way, baby. We've got a lot longer to go. we we'll see you again. Go out there and learn something. Love somebody, and for goodness sakes, y'all take care of yourself. We'll see you when we see you. 18- plus.